Welcome to Restaurant Influencers presented by Entrepreneur. My name is Sean Walchef, founder of Cali Barbecue and Cali Barbecue Media. In life, in the restaurant business, and in the new creator economy, we learn through lessons and stories. We couldn't be more grateful for Toast, our primary title sponsor for believing in smartphone storytelling, for powering so many restaurants with technology so they can go and pursue crazy ideas like partnering with Entrepreneur and having the greatest influencers and the greatest entrepreneurs and CEOs in the world on this show. Today, we have Andy Letterman, the CEO of At Bucket Listers. If you don't know about Bucket Listers, you should be following them on Instagram, on TikTok, check out their website. But Bucket Listers is a social first media company. Can't be more fired up to have Andy on the show. Andy, welcome. Thanks so much, Sean. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. So I'm going to start with our favorite random question. Where in the world is your favorite stadium, stage, or venue? I got to give a shout out to uh, my hometown of Chicago. I love going to uh, concerts at Northerly Island. It's got an epic backdrop of uh, the city, very similar to Lollapalooza. And I think there's nothing like being at a, at a show and, and really looking at your city and just having that pride for where you're coming from. So Northerly Island, how many fit in that venue? Any rough it's estimates? not massive. I would say it's like a 10,000 person venue. So it's okay. a little more, it's not a massive stadium. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's just a, a, an amazing venue and you're just looking at the skyline and it's super <laughs> epic. Well, it's, uh, it's very cool that you just added to my bucket list. I've never been there. I've been to Chicago, was fortunate to speak at the uh, National Restaurant Association show just last year, but I've never been to Northerly Island. So we're going to go there. I'm going to convince Entrepreneur. I'm going to convince Toast. I'm going to work with you. We're going to get some brand partners together, and we're going to put on an epic, an epic hospitality conference. I'm talking about people that are playing the game within the game, not just a bunch of bullshit, people that actually educational content that's going to move businesses forward, businesses that are in the hospitality space and in the content space. And I'm going to put you on center stage, 10,000 people fired up and tell me the, the bucket list story. I love it. Wow. I like how you dream big. This is great. This is how we go down. We're, we're already, we're already creating content. We're, we're doing a bucket list conference right off the bat. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, yeah. So, so really, uh, you know, got, got started uh, coming up with the idea that I wanted to spend my life inspiring people to live a full life and really make the most of every day. And so uh, it was a very lofty kind of general idea but I decided Bucky Listers was going to be my, my life's mission. And uh, when I graduated college, I was living in Chicago and I was so excited to live in a big city for the first time. And I wanted to do everything the city had to offer, restaurants, events, experiences. And when I looked for something to guide me to those places, it, it just didn't really exist or the stuff that was out there just didn't, didn't make the cut for me. So I created an Instagram account called Chicago Bucket List. And pretty obvious in his name, what, what we served to do. We just kind of posted every day about cool stuff happening in the city that people didn't know about. And it turns out I wasn't the only one looking for something like this. And so all of a sudden people started to follow it and they weren't just liking the post. They were actually saying, Hey, I, I saw your post and I went to this restaurant or I went to this, uh, this event or, or experience and I had a great time. And I was like, wow, that's sick. Like, you know, we're posting stuff on social media and it's turning that's into influence. That's yeah. actual influence. Yep. So we really spotted uh, this trend of, you know, discovery all happening on social media, attention, all being on 
uh, you know, the Instagram feed and we capitalized and we created accounts like Chicago Bucket List in New York and LA and San Francisco and San Diego. And so uh, before you knew it, we had 15 million followers. And, uh, you know, we always uh, kept a very strict curation process. We never, even if a, a brand or a business wanted to pay us a lot of money, uh, if we didn't think it was worthy of the bucket list or met our standards, we wouldn't post it. And so over the years, we've really built trust with our 15 million followers. And more recently, we've, we've turned this into a marketplace. So now everything we show you on our feeds, you can actually buy tickets to on our website, bucketlisters.com. And so we're selling hundreds of thousands of tickets every year and uh, doing a lot of interesting stuff, especially in New York, LA and Chicago. It's been a, a year of uh, record growth for us. And it's, uh, it's been an exciting time. Do you remember your oh shit moment where this actually went from a, a hobby to this could actually be my, my not only full-time <laughs> job, but a career in a company? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny you ask. Uh, first thing that came to mind is I, I was sitting in my cubicle uh, at this point, I was living in New York working in finance and, you know, they thought I was, uh, you know, I was working hard in my career, but I was obviously, you know, on Instagram all the time building this company. <laughs> what year uh, is this? What year is this? This was probably around 2015, 2016, okay. something like that. And all of a sudden I got an email from Bud Light and they wanted to pay us to post about their new cans that were going to be featured at Lollapalooza. And it was like a few thousand dollars. And I was like, whoa, like not only my... <laughs> getting so much, um, you know, pride in, in the work that I'm doing, but it, I could actually make money doing this. And eventually the revenue of the business was greater than, uh, you know, my, my salary at my day job. So that's, that's the point where I kind of took the leap of faith and went, went full-time a few, uh, four or five years ago. So four or five years ago, give me what, 20, when, when was the full leap? What year? 2018. 2018. So yep. all in where, where were you at the, as far as your, your building, how many, how many different accounts did you have at that time? We probably were in four cities at that point. We had so we, millions, the first, first was Chicago. First was Chicago. Then I started in New York. I moved to New York eventually because I wanted to take it more. Seriously. This is all you. Uh, this was all me until I brought on my head of content, my partner, Aaron, who's uh, who's incredible. I shot him a DM because his content was so amazing. I said, Hey, how did you, you find him? You found I, him on Instagram. Yeah. Okay. I shot him a DM. I said, Hey, I'm building these Instagram accounts. I love your content. You want to come work on this passion project with me. So we were both full time for a while. And then, uh, like I said, we like looked up one day cause we were working so hard. He was at <laughs> GoPro. I was working in finance and we were like, wow, we have millions of followers and yeah. we're actually making money. So we, yep. we both went full time and now we have a team of 50. Which That's is, amazing. Uh, which is crazy. Just looking around and everyone's got the same, you know, mission and pride and in, in what we're doing, inspiring experiences for people. So uh, uh, that's the best part is, is just growing the team and uh, being able to work on such something so exciting with them is, the, is really the most rewarding part. Bring us bring me back to the nuances of the platform of Instagram, of how it's of how it's changed from where you launched back you know, when you first started to where we are now with the focus on reels and going after TikTok from, from photos to videos, it's yeah, all storytelling absolutely. when you get down to it. It's all storytelling. I would say that's, that's a huge takeaway. I completely agree. Um, a lot of it's just really, um, you know, thinking about the, the user journey um, and, and where, where content is showing up. 
um, you know, I can't even tell you how many growth hacks we've found, you know, like uh, if you comment on, you know, Kendall Jenner's post and you're the first verified account to post, like yours will appear and people will see your profile. Um, you know, we were early in doing things like giveaways where uh, we would have people follow our accounts to win something. Uh, there's been so many different stages of growth, but right now there's a gold mine in uh, creating vertical videos uh, as Instagram reels, reposting them as TikToks, YouTube shorts, even Pinterest ideas. Uh, we, we've built an army of creators that get paid to go to our events and, and make amazing content about them. And then we post them in many different places. Uh, it's more shots on net and more chances to hit home runs. Um, but right now, Instagram Reels, obviously all the platforms are fighting over the exact same video format. And so obviously the, the, the platform that gives rewards people and gives people the most views is where creators are gonna send their, spend their time. So it's a really exciting time to, uh, to create uh, kind of the Instagram Reel format of content and then post it on uh, posted on TikTok, on YouTube, and on Pinterest. That's exciting. How do you go from being a creator yourself to building a company? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, I, I would say I was always more business-minded at the beginning. I, I really thought I took a data-driven approach to all of our, all of our content. Um, I would really see different content formats, uh, you know, really, um, you know, getting seen on different platforms and really investing in that. So I would say um, I love photography. I love creating content. I'm not even allowed in the accounts anymore. My content <laughs> They've kicked you out? Yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> but, I, you know, I, I admire creators and photographers and videographers so much. Um, that's one of the, been the, one of the coolest parts of my job is just getting to meet so many of these amazing creators who are so passionate about really the art that they're making on social media. Um, so I leave that to the professionals now. And now a quick break from Restaurant Influencers to welcome our newest sponsor to the show, and that is Davo Sales Tax. Davo is an incredible company. I remember when we first opened up our restaurant in 2008, Cali Barbecue, we were struggling to figure out how to automate sales tax, how to have enough money in our account to file our quarterly taxes. I am so grateful that now Today, we have found Davo and they are a sponsor of the show and they are excited to help other business owners no longer have to become tax collectors. Davo does it all for you. They take care of the compliance. They take care of the collecting. They take care of the filing. Get your first month free by going to davosalestax.com slash influencers. Let them know that we sent you. Davo is an incredible company. We're grateful to have them on the show. They integrate with all the top POS companies, including Toast. DavoSalesTax.com slash influencers. Automate your sales tax today and get back to running your business. Give, give me some advice for people that are listening, because for us, it's so exciting to be exactly where we are, to have a show with entrepreneur, to be a barbecue media company, to, you know, have conversations like this with you, with people like Sam, the cooking guy who have 3 million YouTube subscribers, who has this incredible presence, but now he's building restaurants. I mean, we're at this intersection where there's creators and then there's business owners and business owners need creators and business yeah. owners need to be creators. Bring me back to if somebody's listening to this and they want, they are a creator, what kind of advice do you have for them to, you know, to be able to, to partner with people like you that have big followings? That's a great question. I think uh, 
you know, there's so many different ways to go about it. But, um, you know, I think a, a great intermediate step is joining a publisher like Bucket Listers and going to our events and creating content or, or uh, bringing your personality to a Barstool Sports or, or something, not necessarily that company, but uh, there's a lot of different platforms like that, like the Morning Brew that are empowering creators. Yep. And I think it's a great, um, you know, because a lot of people probably have a full-time job and are creators on the side. And I think um, an awesome intermediate step before going out full-time on your own uh, could be to join one of these platforms and help uh, help one of them kind of accelerate your career and your personality before you go out on a, on a full-time basis. So those types of platforms like ours, I think are just such an exciting home for creators to really propel their careers uh, before they go, go full-time. And I think it's just really important that you find one that you're very passionate about, whose mission aligns, you know, best best with what you're looking to uh, do with your career and then see kind of the, the uh, opportunities that that creates for you. What kind of advice do you have for people that want to get paid? They're, 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 they're doing it on the side, but then they want to actually start to, to partner with someone like you or what, what, what do you look for when you pay for creators? Yeah. Well, I think just having a unique voice uh, is always super helpful. Having really a niche, um, niche following people who really resonate with you. Um, but I think the future really uh, is about showing your personality. You know, there's a lot of cookie cutter content out there yeah. of people doing the same things and going to the same places and creating similar content. I think to really stand out, um, people want to see your personality in your videos or your content. And uh, those are the people that are most successful where people start to recognize you in multiple videos through the feed, they start to follow you but then really building a relationship with your followers. Um, there's people I follow who like have kids and do whatever. And you're like, wow, like, I feel like I'm almost vested in this, in this person's life. And that's that like really pulling on people's emotional strings like that, I think is, is been a common theme in every format of media and content and uh, people in social media, I think need to go deeper into that. Yeah. I think it's, you know, one of the hardest things for me as a business owner to understand and to learn is that people cared not just about our barbecue, but they cared about who I was as a dad, who I was as a husband. And the more that I started sharing content that, you know, it, each person, it's totally up to you, but the yep. more that you share of yourself, the bigger following and the deeper the connection that, that you have. Absolutely. I think you just nailed it and really, really showing people that, that your human side to you. Uh, is an important way to to gain trust and then to have influence over so many people. What what kind of advice do you have for people that are looking for brand deals? How, how do you know? You talked about Budweiser finding you, Bud yeah. Light reaching out to you. Now yep. you've created a reverse funnel with all the awareness. I mean, I've been following Bucket Listers, San Diego Bucket List is one of them, one of my favorite accounts just to find all this curated content about my own city. I grew up in San Diego. I mean, I moved here when I was six months old, but to see the creativity of all these different people showing off different parts of La Jolla Cove, different parts of Torrey Pines Trail, different restaurants that I didn't even know about. Literally, you know, like I'm trying to keep my pulse on all the great places to eat, but it's too many, you know, it's too many. And to find a place like you guys, a, a trusted source where you're giving us 
access. You're giving us access and you're giving someone like me that wants to take my wife out on a date, or maybe I want to take my family somewhere. You're giving us curated places where it's like, Hey, I trust bucket list. This is where I want to go. Or somebody's coming into town. Like, Hey, let's go show them that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, I, I can only speak to my personal experience, but we, we hired a sales team really early on. Um, and we started reaching out to businesses and the key for us was to only reach out to businesses where we are excited to make content about them. Yes. You know, if you can, if you can convince a brand that, uh, you know, featuring their product or featuring their business will be extremely organic to your feed and accepted by your audience for, uh, because it's so, it's such a great fit. It's a win-win for everyone. And I think if you try to sell something that's obviously an advertisement or just doesn't fit with your content strategy, all of a sudden there's this foreign object on your feed and you're making a video about something that doesn't make sense to your organic content, everyone loses, you know, it's just not going to get prioritized in the feed. And so I, I think doing outbound sales is really important. Hit up the brands that you absolutely love that you're like, I am so pumped to get their product for free plus get paid a little. And, uh, get started on that premise, but then, you know, have a TikTok or an Instagram reel that, that gets a million views and then go back to them and say, Hey guys, we got a, we got a, uh, this is clearly uh, found a fit. You know, this is product market fit. My followers love your product. Let's go all in on this. Pay me more. Um, and having that proof, proof of concept to go back to them with is, is really how we scaled in the beginning. There's a few businesses that just made so much sense. You know, we would, uh, get paid $500 to go to a, a, a really viral event concept and it would get millions of views. And the, the, you know, small business owner was like, Whoa, what just happened to my, I woke up to more sales than I've ever seen in my life. And it's like, okay, well now, now money talks, let's, let's grow this partnership. And that's really what made us successful in the beginning. So we, we always say to, to be the show and not the commercial. Yes. The, the real, the real key is that people want to support products. People want to support brands. People want to support events, but they also don't want to be advertised to, yep. you know, and I think that's really the exciting thing about what you guys are creating and what we're trying to create is while, while you are the show, you know, my, my kids are, I have a five-year-old son and a three-year-old daughter and they watch YouTube commercials. They'll skip content, but when the content's integrated into somebody playing with dinosaurs or playing with hot wheels, like they're going to want to tell me about those dinosaurs or those hot wheels. And it's totally fine. It's totally acceptable. And when yep. you do the storytelling in a way, like you said, where you're already attracted to the brands, you're doing the outbound research and you're doing proof of concept. I mean, that's where you get very, very powerful content. Can you talk about how you reach out now for events? So I know you guys do events, you sell tickets on your website. How do you find the events um, in these cities that you guys already are? Yep. Absolutely. Well, we have, we have a 10 person uh, business development team. So they're just constantly reaching out to businesses. Uh, but our strategy shifted a lot because of COVID. Before COVID, uh, we had hundreds of advertisers who would pay us a fixed amount of money to get an Instagram post and an email newsletter and kind of a set package of media. Um, but when COVID happened, uh, you know, we basically lost all of our advertisers and uh, our accounts receivable, people who hadn't paid their bills yet, you know, they were all on the brink of going out of business. So we were in a really tough spot to figure out how to make money. And so uh, for us, we, 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 we just had to get creative and, and test new revenue models. 
And so there was a drive-in movie theater that popped up in Chicago. And it was pretty much one of the only things you can do in Chicago, you know, socially distant, you could take your car up. And uh, we part, we basically, uh, I was trying to get the owner to pay us five or $10,000 to promote their business. And he basically said, well, how do I know that we'll sell that, that much in tickets? And so it was such a tough negotiation that I finally said, I would do the thing that we always said we would never do. And we would, uh, we would consider a revenue share model. So you give us tickets to sell to your drive-in movie theater. And when we sell tickets, we take a 20% revenue share. And uh, to, to our surprise, we sold over a million dollars worth of tickets with that partner. <laughs> and so uh, we knew that, that is incredible. We knew this was a way easier sales pitch, right? Everyone's yes. down to do something performance-based, right? Because they don't know if they'll get their money's worth from a, you know, a guaranteed rate. And so uh, our sales strategy has been way easier now, right? Because we can go to partners and say, hey, we're going to promote you to millions of people. We, we know it'll work, but if it doesn't, you don't owe us anything. Yep. And so now we have, we have a, a, an amazing 10-person business development team. And, uh, you know, we, we really only go after the best of the best businesses. You know, we really, we never want to become Groupon. I mean, when I graduated college, Groupon was amazing. It, yep. it made me explore my city more. I went skydiving on a Groupon, but, uh, you know, it's very much, uh, you don't know what you're going to get if you buy a Groupon. And so our site is extremely curated. Partners are excited to work with us and align their brands with bucket listers and to make it on the bucket list. And now most of what we do is performance-based and we've created a one-stop marketplace where uh, explorers in any city can go to our site and they'll find a pre-vetted, amazing curation of events and experiences that they can buy tickets to. That's incredible. Uh, the rev share model is very, because everyone wants to know what's the ROI. When you're oh, talking about when you're talking about social media, I mean, I talk to so many business owners, restaurant owners. Well, what's the ROI of me getting on TikTok? What's the ROI of me posting content on Instagram? And when what you're doing, your proof of concept because you've already curated that community. You already have an engaged community in each of those markets. How do you expand markets, but also go deeper into the markets you're already in? It's a great question, and anyone who's building a local marketplace goes through this in their in the early part of their journey where they want to go to as many markets as possible as quickly as possible and then they realize that they went too fast from my experience yep. um my advisor uh is the is the founder and ceo of uh spot hero which is a parking garage app that's uh you know the biggest in the u.s and his number one piece of advice which i'll share with all of your listeners is to if you if you are growing a local marketplace it's extremely important that you focus on your first one or two markets, make sure that everyone in that city is using your website, using your app. Uh, friends are saying, you know, what should we do tonight? And they're saying, oh, let's check bucket listers. Once we reach that point is when we're going to more aggressively expand other markets. And we think we're almost there in New York and LA, uh, awesome. especially this year, we've made a lot of progress. But um, in New York or LA, uh, you know, many people know about us. They've been following us. Now they've bought tickets and attended an event, had a good time. And so we're really getting to the point where we're generating network effects in those markets and kind of becoming that first thing that people open when, uh, when they ask that question, what should we do? 
What if I told you that I could help you generate more revenue and save money while taking back control of your TV? You guys know how much we love storytelling, how much we love content. Our newest sponsor, atmosphere.tv slash BBQ. Go visit them, check them out because we have the answer to your TV issues. Keep guests entertained with Atmosphere TV because you have the ability to turn your promotions and your advertisements onto your television with this platform. The simple plug and play device lets you take control of the content on your screens. Keep guests entertained, engaged, and informed of real-time specials, career opportunities, and announcements that you can personalize within your own custom content dashboard. Tap into great channels such as America's Funniest Home Videos, Fashion, Throttle, Chive TV, Sports Highlights, Red Bull, Real Madrid, along with unbiased news and entertainment. There is something for everyone. Over 60 curated channels of short form, entertaining content to choose from right at your fingertips. They also have an incredible ad supported network that allows you to not only market within your four walls, but also locally or nationally if you desire. The platform gives you full control to dial in your marketing efforts. Incredible platform, incredible partner. We couldn't be more excited. Please go and visit atmosphere.tv slash BBQ and let them know restaurant influencers sent you. So tell me about the mission, the, the big mission, the, yeah. the biggest mission for the, for the bucket list. I mean, I, I've seen some posts of yours on your, your personal, your personal Instagram and TikTok about, about leading by example, not just, uh, not just building a company, but actually doing, doing the, doing the work yourself. Absolutely. Um, you know, I would say our mission is really just to make it easier to live life to the fullest. Um, we really want to inspire uh, a movement and an attitude where people, even if, if you're in San Diego or Miami, which is where I am today, or New York or Chicago or LA, to really just treat every day like an adventure. You know, people uh, kind of walk through life sometimes and get too stuck in their routine and they forget to have fun or uh, just remember that you know, life's an adventure and it doesn't need to be a grand adventure, uh, to, you know, space or Antarctica or, um, you know, the other side of the world. I mean, it could really just be in your hometown, trying new places, you know, trying a taco shop down the street. Um, and so really just instilling that in people and making it easy to open our app and to do something new or, uh, you know, push yourself outside of your comfort zone on a, on a almost a daily basis is really what we're trying to uh, achieve. So even when you're thinking within your local community and you're thinking within your village, exploring your village, but you also are pushing the boundaries, not just for your team, but for yourself. And you went to Antarctica. Yes. What did you, what did you learn? Well, uh, you know, I, I went to Antarctica this year. It was, it was nothing short of life-changing. Just, um, you know, it's something that's been on my bucket list forever. And it was my sixth continent. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's been a really uh, demanding time growing. You know, we've grown from 15 to 50 people in the last year. And Incredible. so it's really tough to uh, take time off. You know, this is, this is something I work on every day, basically. And so, uh, you know, it was a difficult decision. I was really thinking, like, I should probably not go on this trip where there's barely going to be any Wi-Fi at the bottom of the earth. Um, but at the same time, you're right. I, I'm here to lead by example 
and to show people what it means to be a bucket lister and to inspire my team. Uh, my team is completely remote and we love nothing more than when someone goes and lives in a new city for a month. You know, it, it, it inspires them more. Um, they, when we live uh, the mission of the company, it, it really just puts us in a great kind of positive thinking uh, mindset. And uh, so, yeah, I lead by example to do that. I want all my team, uh, team members to be uh, going on adventures regularly to get inspiration and to come back feeling, uh, feeling rejuvenated and ready to work harder on our mission. Have you had to deal with any haters in your career? People, oh, yeah. close to, people close to you in finance and said, what are you doing going in on so social media? Are you, ser are you serious, Andy? What's wrong with oh, you? Oh, my God. You couldn't even <laughs> I mean, my parents have always been the most supportive people in the world, but that is a tough pill to swallow. You know, uh, I had a very stable career in finance, and I was basically leaving to start a social media company. So it was very difficult for my parents to understand that. But yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, you have people who doubt you all the time. And uh, I think such an important key to life is just to surround yourself with people who really enable your dreams and to push you to uh, pursue your passions and to pursue your dreams. It's, it's what life's all about. And if you, I, I have found an incredible orbit environment now where, uh, you know, the people closest to me were all on a similar path you know, pursuing our dreams. And it's really important to find those people in life. Have you had any kind of oh shit moments with celebrities or, or brands where you couldn't believe that they were either following your content or engaging with your content or reaching out to you saying like, oh my God, I can't believe this person's following us. Uh, I, I don't get to, well, I can't think of any really off the top of my head, but we did, we did just open uh, the golden girls kitchen in, uh, in Beverly Hills. Uh, so that was a partnership with Disney. Um, I'm not sure if you remember the show. Absolutely. Yeah. And that, yep. I was born in 82. I'm a nice, I'm a fringe millennial. <laughs> I got golden girls. Yeah. Yep. So we, we've recreated a restaurant basically that makes you feel like you're actually in the kitchen. Um, and we've had a whole host of uh, celebrities going through that location. And so who's running this kitchen since we uh, got a restaurant audience? <laughs> tell, me, yeah, tell, me, absolutely. tell me why you're crazy enough to get into the restaurant pop-up business. I was very fortunate to, uh, <laughs> to work with uh, a very impressive individual in the past. His name's Derek Berry. And he's, uh, he's almost famous for doing these restaurant pop-ups that are officially licensed. You know, you see, you see people kind of ripping off shows sure. or movies a lot but these are actually official um you know partnerships with the movie studios and That's so awesome. he did he did a uh, good burger pop-up he did a breaking bad experience where you were making cocktails that looked like you were cooking meth like just immersing yourself in the show um and his biggest one was called say by the max after the show say by the bell yep and uh i remember when he opened that in chicago i couldn't even get tickets to it and i had to beg his pr person I said, I run this account, Chicago Bucket List. It's got 10,000 followers. <laughs> I'll do anything. Like, I'll give you the account. Give me tickets, please. Uh, so uh, years later, very full circle, Derek uh, joined Bucket Listers as our head of experiences. Wow. So now it's just been a really you, natural. So you recruited him. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, heavily. <laughs> but it's been amazing. You know, it, it proved that we have such a strong demand generator, right? We can stir up buzz about all of these events. Um, 
and we prefer to work with partners who are already creating uh, events and have tickets to sell. But in some cases, we're starting to test, you know, how effective our platform is to actually, we can create our own events and put them through the platform. And, you know, the opening of that restaurant was one of the most exciting things in my career. We were, uh, you know, on Good Morning America and Entertainment Tonight and CNN, Washington Post, Extra, uh, you name it. So we're going to go deeper with that, uh, especially with our partners, Disney. And I'm sure you could think of a few different Disney IPs that would be really exciting oh, as restaurants uh, to really immerse yourself. You know, it's really cool to sit in this restaurant, eat the lasagna that Sophia famously made and just look around and be like, wow, I'm like in the show. And so it's been a, a huge success. We're excited to push further on our original experiences. That's so awesome. So we, uh, every single Wednesday and Friday on the, the social audio app clubhouse, we host a room at 10 AM Pacific time, 1 PM Eastern time. But anybody that's listening to this show, we invite you guys to come up on stage, share your story. It's a way for us to find out who's going to be the next restaurant influencer. Hopefully we can feature somebody that's listening right now on entrepreneur.com. That's a, that's a bucket list for us is the show coming full circle. Um, you guys getting involved. My grandfather always taught us to stay curious, get involved, ask for help. And um, I do want to give a social shout out to the people that support this show. So someone that's been supporting this show in the background, his name is Josh Palais. He is a podcaster. You can find him at the Bolt City podcast. You can find him JP 25 media. He's a content creator. Josh, I appreciate you, man. Thanks for supporting us and our, our journey. But I wanted to give you an opportunity, Andy, who, who do you want to give a shout out to entrepreneur.com? Anybody on your team, somebody that's gone above and beyond that doesn't get, you know, the, the limelight. I know you, you're the one that's out there boots on the ground doing all the media interviews, but you know, we've, we all have teams. I've got a team. You've got a team. Give someone a shout out. Absolutely. And by the way, congrats on being an entrepreneur and all the growth you're having. It's so exciting. I, lo I love watching it. Um, it man. I would love to shout out uh, my, my best friend. His name is Greg Kaplan. Um, he's so behind the scenes. He, he doesn't want uh, this recognition, but he, <laughs> I love he's it. really been, uh, you know, he's a, a very accomplished entrepreneur himself. He started something called Remote Year, and now he's got a, a very cool walking meeting app called Spot Meetings. But every single morning he gets up at like 6 a.m. I wake up to three missed calls from him. And it's how I start my day every day uh, talking about strategy for the business. And we've been through a lot of ups and downs. Um, it looks, it's, you know, sometimes it looks easy. Uh, you know, the life of an entrepreneur, you see these people who are very yeah. successful from afar. Um, but he's, uh, he's been, you know, just a rock to me. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just been so fun building and succeeding with him. He's really uh, just so heavily involved in the business and, and doesn't like the recognition, but he's, uh, he's, he's just the best. So just want to shout him out. Thank I love you. it. They love uh -huh. it, Greg. There you go. You, you, you know, the best, the best friends. Yeah, I know. I know I've got my best man and he, uh, behind the scenes, he's the ones that takes all the calls and all the, yeah. all the stuff that you guys don't see all the, uh, all the dark, the dark days when, when we're, when we're like, what am I doing? How is this going to work out? <laughs>
but somehow you just keep her, you keep, you keep going. That's why you got to have those guys in your corner and those girls in your corner. Um, Andy, thank you so much. If you guys want to reach out to me, it's at Sean P Walchef on TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, all that fun stuff. Um, you can follow the show at Cali BBQ media, please support our sponsors. We can't do this without them toast. Uh, they've done an incredible job believing in this product project Davo, which is sales tax automation and atmosphere TV. Thank you guys so much. Um, please bucket listers follow what they're doing. This is the new way of content creation. Um, no matter what city you're in bucket listers are probably coming to you sometime soon. Chances are, but, um, Dude, Andy, thank you so much for your time. Please, when you make it to San Diego, come get some barbecue, Cali barbecue. We'll uh, roll out the red carpet for you and your team or anybody, anybody that's listening to the show. This is, this is why we do what we do. This is a uh, digital hospitality. This is how we all connect all over the globe. Make it a bucket list. Thank you, Andy, for your time, man. Love it. Love everything you're doing. I'm, I'm going to take you up on that. I'll be in San Diego soon. Thank awesome. you so much for having me. Really, really appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you guys. We will catch you next week. Thank you. And a special thank you to our title sponsor, Toast. Toast is the primary technology partner that we use at our restaurant, Cali Barbecue. It is also the primary technology partner that so many of the guests have shared with us on this show. People like Sam, the cooking guy, Stacy Poonkinney, Jeff Alexander. So many times the guests tell us that they're using Toast when we didn't even know that going into the interview. That is why we are so grateful that they sponsor this show. We want you to win. You that listen to this show, we want you to improve your digital hospitality. Toast is built for restaurants and it's built for you. Toast is the restaurant first platform that's built for your needs, whatever your size, concept, or ambitions. Improve your bottom line with a customizable platform that's easy to learn, use, and grow with. And it meets you where you are with all the right tools for your price point. If you have any questions about Toast, please DM me at Sean P. Walchef, S-H-A-W-N-P-W-A-L-C-H-E-F. I will get you the link to the right Toast contact in your market. It's so important that if you listen to this show that you win. We want you to be on this show eventually. Let us know that you heard the show, you heard about Toast, you implemented Toast, you did a Toast unboxing in your restaurant. Talk to us about how you've impacted your village, your city, your community share your toast story with us dm me today to learn more and be sure to check out toast